Love is the crown of the virtues containing justice, temperance, prudence, courage, faith, and hope within it. It's central for Paul's epistles, but it's not even mentioned once in Mark's gospel. English has only one word for love, but Greek has four. Storge refers to affection, a fondness due to familiarity. Philia refers to friendship, such as that of David and Jonathan. Eros is about romance, which can be all-consuming and thus become a god or a prison. Agape is unconditional regard, and this is the one that became a Christian virtue, even though it wasn't much used in Greek before Paul got hold of it. One of the most significant treatments of love comes in the Song of Songs. The heart of the Christian faith lies in the question, is love stronger than death? The whole essence of faith rests in the one-word answer, yes. That's what the resurrection means. Love is stronger than death. Maybe not a lot stronger, maybe not always evidently or tangibly stronger, but in the end, those won't matter, painful as they are right now. Only one thing matters, love is stronger than death. If love is stronger than death, in the end of time there will be no death, only love. And in that love will be meaning and purpose, and out of love and meaning and purpose will come life. This time a life that will never end because it has no rival. Here's a contemporary setting of these precious words by Eleanor Daly.
Of all Charles Wesley's hymns, Love Divine is the one that has appealed to the widest range of church traditions. It first appeared in Wesley's 1747 book, Hymns for Those That Seek and Those That Have Redemption, apparently intended as a Christianization of the song Fairest Isle, sung by Venus in Act 5 of John Dryden and Henry Purcell's 1691 semi-opera, King Arthur, on which Wesley's first stanza is modeled. The famous final line, lost in wonder, love and praise, was lifted from Joseph Addison's hymn on gratitude to the deity. Wesley's hymn is neatly arranged with Christ invoked in the first stanza as the expression of divine love, the Holy Spirit in the second stanza as the agent of sanctification, the Father in the third stanza as the source of life and the Trinity in the final stanza as the joint creator of the new creation although the second stanza about the Holy Spirit is often omitted. Here's a version to a modern tune by Howard Goodall. <laughs> 